This episode of the Namaste podcast is brought to you by the Oh She Glows Cookbook by Angela Lydon. This cookbook has vegan recipes to glow from the inside out. Personally, I am a huge fan of this book as I bought it when I was previously working at Indigo Chapters. I have also tried many of the recipes from this book and I would highly, highly recommend trying it out. You could get it at your local Indigo, Amazon.com or of course, Barnes & Noble if you are an American listener. This book is perfect for those of you that are possibly new to the vegan lifestyle or maybe you're just intrigued and curious as to what it's like being a vegan. It has tons of really simple but amazing recipes that uh, you're going to want to try. So go check it out. Oh, She Glows, the cookbook by Angela Lydon at Amazon, Barnes & Noble or Chapters Indigo. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Namaste Podcast, a podcast dedicated to uplifting the soul, connecting self-help ideas to extraordinary success. Today on the show, I have, oh, one of my favorite people in the world. Her name is Natasha Coltrero. She is a real estate investor, and she is the owner of Investor's Choice Property Management, aka ICMP. I mean, ICPM. <laughs> I invested it up, damn it. <laughs> but uh, hopefully you'll forgive me because you love me, right, Natasha? <laughs> hey, Melissa. I'm so happy to be here. This is so exciting. So happy. I've been trying to convince Natasha to come on here for, uh, I think since I started, I'm pretty sure you were the first person I was like, come on my show. It's brand new. And she was like, mm, well, we'll wait. <laughs> but um, she's like the perfect candidate, guys, because not only is she super successful within her business and she, you know, obviously I said she's an owner of um, the Investors Choice Property Management, like she created it herself, which is super inspiring. But she's also someone that actively works on herself and is constantly reading about self-help books and like how she can improve and like super inspiring to me. And I love love keeping people like you around me. So just, I don't know, you make me very happy. And so you're perfectly in line with this show. So thank you so much for coming. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're welcome. All right. So for everyone listening, uh, like I said, she is a uh, real estate investor and like I said, the owner. So um, would you just first go ahead and tell us a little bit about how you got into real estate and all of this? Sure. When uh, my husband and I first moved out together, it was back in 2006. I know I'm aging myself, but we got into it really young. We uh, started off with a duplex. So basically, it's a two-unit dwelling, and we lived in the upper unit, and we rented out the bottom unit. Huh. Uh, the mortgage rules were really different back then, so it was really easy for us to get into a house like that. Uh, now it's a lot harder, <laughs> I know, especially because the price values are, are have skyrocketed since then. But yeah. And then from there, we, uh, we started adding to our portfolio. We, uh, we have uh, several duplexes at this point. We've got single family homes. What we do is we work with other partners that are investors. They either hold our mortgage or they, or they put in some of the capital and basically we, we make deals together. So uh, we are continuing to invest. We are continuing to purchase properties in Oshawa, although our portfolio ranges to Clarington as well as Peterborough. And uh, a couple of years ago, I decided I wanted to leave the corporate world. 
So I was working in pharmaceuticals for many years, about 11 years I was in pharmaceuticals. And I've got, I, it taught me a lot. I got a lot of um, transferable skills that have helped me in my business. Mm -hmm. And about two years ago, I started Investor's Choice Property Management. I took the plunge, I quit my job, I made it fly, and now we're soaring. And I'm so proud and I feel so blessed and I couldn't be happier. Honestly, it's been so cool to be a part of that transition. And see, I knew N Natasha before she quit her job. And I remember her saying, I've got to quit my job. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to do I, real estate. And I got to do what I love. And, you know, and uh, I'm so glad that you did. And it's been so cool just seeing how successful you have come throughout the years. So it's awesome. Thank um, you. What actually, so it's funny because... I mean, I don't know much about real estate. I actually had someone uh, who sells uh, real estate condos on the show just uh, uh, maybe two weeks ago now. And I learned a little bit from him. But where does one like learn information? Like how, how did you know, you know, to just buy a duplex and write? Because like, I think a lot of people fear, um, you know, people that tend to rent from you they there could be all kinds of problems and I know we've sort of mm -hmm. discussed this in the past that uh sometimes people will take advantage of of the owners and um you know not pay the rent and things like that like I've heard all kinds of crazy stories so um I guess maybe what I'm asking is uh where did that bravery and courage come from <laughs> Uh, well, as a child, we rented. My, my family moved to Canada when I was only two years old. Right. And we rented until we were at a, in a position to buy. And at that point, it, I was 16. Mm -hmm. So I heard my mother drilling into my head, don't rent, don't rent, buy, because that's the way you build wealth. So I had that conditioning in me, which I was very grateful for, but mm. I do have a, or I did have a lot of fear in me. And mm. that was the reason we went with a duplex. So ah. although my husband and I both had jobs when we decided we were going to move out and buy a place of our own, I felt that we would be a lot safer. We would be a lot more comfortable if we had an additional income coming in from the basement. Mm. And that's why we looked for the duplex. Ah, I see. And did you like right away decide I'm going to get my real estate license? Like, how did that come about? How did you, because you were, like you said, in pharmaceuticals, how did you suddenly just go into, you know, real estate? Uh, well, I don't have my real estate license. I'm not a realtor. R oh, right. Right. So property as, manager, of course. As, uh. as an investor and as a property manager, at this point, there are no licenses in Ontario. Okay. So you don't have to go through anything. You just mm. have to be brave <laughs> <laughs> and you have to take the risks. Uh. Um, of course, there's a lot of learning that comes along the way. Most of it is experience. Most of it is mm. trial and error. So it is very... Um, hard and it is very scary right. but there are so many people out there and there's so much information on the internet so I'd like to think of myself as a self-taught investor and a self-taught entrepreneur oh that's amazing that's that shows how little I know about this world because <laughs> I I totally thought like you had to get a real estate license in order to do any of these things I don't <laughs> most, most people do mm -hmm. because I mean although I did the property management to fund my day-to-day -day, you know my bills pay my mortgage yeah. um some people get get their real estate agents license and they use that income to to fund that right uh the investing with the properties those are really a long-term gale uh, long-term game so really mm -hmm. what we're doing is we're building wealth right. with with the investments they don't make enough money well they 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 
they, it's, it's hard to rely on those properties, on the cash mm. flow of those properties to fund our lifestyle. So we always want something that's going to give us that monthly income, which is different than actually owning the properties. Right. Okay. And so, bef- so in order to, you know, say buy these properties, did you just sort of s- save from your jobs? Like how did you acquire the wealth in order to be able to do that in the first place? The very first property we bought in Oshawa, it was the the price that we paid for it was one hundred and eighty four thousand dollars. <gasps> wow, that doesn't that exist <laughs> anymore. Well, you do. Yes. Wow. Yes, we still own that property. So that's a legal duplex in Oshawa. We legalized it ourselves, although the suite was already in the basement. Oh. And at that time, back in two thousand and six, we were able to roll in the down payment in with our mortgage. So although my husband and I had full-time jobs and we were able to qualify for the mortgage from an income perspective, the down payment we didn't have. So we borrowed from the bank and rolled into our mortgage and it was almost like a 100% funded mortgage. Wow. Yeah. Whoa, I didn't know you could do that. Well, you can't anymore. Oh, <laughs> I, darn. If we could, things would be very oh, different. Oh, right. This was 2006 <laughs> before the 2008 stock market crash. Exactly. Ah, exactly. yes. Right. I was 16 then. (laughs) 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 Interesting. Cool. That's Mm -hmm. really cool. Yeah. So would you say, because you said you're self-taught, would you say a lot of your information came from the internet or did you read a lot of books or, or was it more that because like, you know, you, you bought your own property, you just learned through trial and error and experience? It was, it was a little bit of both. So, you know, rich dad, poor dad, of course, was a huge influence to us. Um, my husband and I, we did pay for thousands of dollars of real estate education training, uh, right off the bat. And, uh, it took us about five years until we, uh, moved from that first house into our second house. Hmm. And what we did was we refinanced that first house. It had a ton of equity in it. After five years, we pulled money out of there Hmm. and we had enough cash to renovate the first property, put a down payment down for the second property and renovate the basement in the second property. So none of this was through your own savings. This is just through those properties. I'm a terrible saver. Wow. I'm a terrible saver. This is very interesting. I feel like a lot of people don't know about this. This is like, (laughs) this is information you can't find just anywhere, I think. Or maybe I'm wrong. Or maybe people just don't do the research like myself, (laughs) apparently. (laughs) Wow. That's fantastic. That's super interesting. And then that's kind of what you've done ever since, I suppose. Yes. So we've been refinancing to, Hmm. to, um, extract more seed money for our next properties out of the existing properties we have. We do that maybe every three to five years. Um, and then when we run out of money there, then we, we partner with investors, with other investors. Mm. And so we have a, a co-venture partnership where one person, so there's really three parts to a joint venture or a co-venture partnership where someone shares an investment property. Mm. Um, someone does the work, someone puts in the money and someone holds the mortgage. So however oh. you split that up, uh, you can you can uh, adjust the percentage of the profits to, to keep everybody happy. Oh, wow. That's very interesting. Yeah. And is that tricky with different personalities? Like, have you had any issues with that? I don't know. Personalities are the most important part. So yeah. <laughs> knowing your partner is very important, making sure you have the same values, the same expectations. Mm. Um, we have a very... Uh, we have a very long joint venture contract. <laughs> so in case anything comes up that we can't really we can't really foresee or anything that 
um, like really the worst case scenarios that come up if we can't agree on something, if somebody needs to buy the other person out, all of those are documented in the contract. So if oh. some if a situation comes up, we, we usually we we know our partners very well, so we work with them very well, hmm. and we communicate and we come to an agreement. But worst case, we fall back on that contract and say, what did we agree to all those years ago, and wow. we just follow that. Wow. So smart. So interesting. That's really cool. And did you guys go to a, a lawyer to s- sit down with you and form these contracts? Several lawyers. Several. Uh, so we started with mm. one and then every time we did a, a new, uh, an, w- every time we did a new investment with another partner, we had their lawyer review it and their lawyer would come back with, with their own recommendations. Oh. So it's just getting stronger and stronger every time we, we go through it. Wow. Cool. This is very interesting to me. I think I might have to sit down with you afterwards and <laughs> maybe you help me with this. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So, um, yeah, so this is uh, clearly guys, as you're listening, this is why I wanted Natasha on the show because she's just brilliant and you know it's it's cool knowing the other side of you which we're going to get into now because you are very you know like I said earlier you read a lot of self-help books you're constantly you know looking to you know push yourself forward and improve and I think that there's a correlation between that and success would you agree a hundred percent yeah a hundred percent I wouldn't be the woman I am today if I didn't work on myself I would be who I would be who I am when I stopped growing yes for (laughs) sure for sure do you have any books or or anything that's or any people in your life that has helped you grow and and learn a lot about yourself and I tell me myself (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's, that's yes. Not what I meant. <laughs> yes, I, I, I love, uh, I love the energy that you bring, Melissa. And um, <laughs> oh, you know, we, nice. we, we really motivate each other. I mean, yeah. this isn't really where we're supposed to talk about this stuff, but, but <laughs> just to have someone, uh, if it's not, if it's not you, if it's somebody else, just to have someone keep me on track and keep me honest. So mm. if I start slacking and I say, oh, I'm not gonna do, I'm not gonna meditate today. I'm not gonna work out today. Uh, I'm not gonna, you know, work on my 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 um, my business today you know I could advertise but I'm gonna leave it for next week when I have somebody there to kick me yeah. then that is is such a is such a uh, good motivation um, good motivator so it's someone yeah. that I can that's gonna hold me accountable definitely yeah so we should tell everyone that we have a little bit of a breakfast crew it's like a breakfast club and uh, every morning since January right January This is crazy. I can't even believe it's September. We've been doing this since January. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, there's the odd occasion when we can't make it. But in the mornings, every day, pretty much, uh, we get up and we Skype each other and we do a morning meditation. And we just also kind of just talk about our goals, sort of unwind. Sometimes if one person has something on their chest, like they'll say, you know, what's going on? The other person will just sort of, you know, respond and intuitively kind of give advice and it's been lovely. eh? I really do think it's the reason why I feel so on track with my life this year. I think what would you say that for yourself? Like, I I do think it's been great having someone to be accountable to. Definitely. Yeah. Just those morning meditations is is such a stress reliever. Yeah. And it just starts my day off in the right direction. Mm. Um, You know, a lot of times we do journaling and we write down our goals. Yeah. We do our 55 by five lines that I like to call and it just keeps us in track with what the important things are, what the big goals are are and then it's less likely that we get we get confused and caught up in the little things that hold us back exactly yeah I do feel like it it, yeah it just continues to keep us on track and it's um 
been keeping us grounded throughout this year, I think. Yes, yeah, it's huge. And it's sort of what led us to um, really be active with this little club that we formed called the Diamonds in the Rough. And essentially this year we have been doing a number of uh, circles um, where it's like, so the Diamonds in the Rough, it's a gathering of goal-oriented humans that we have, you know, we have been getting together once or twice a month. It depends. It's been very, it's been random because Natasha and I are, we're busy. <laughs> but um, when we have been doing it, you know, we, we've created a circle and, and um, you know, a bunch of girls have come out and uh, we'll be talking about our goals. We talk about neuro-linguistic programming and how to rewire your subconscious mind, getting to the bottom of the beliefs that are creating blocks in your life. And we have had such great feedback, eh? Like people have been loving it and like we truly love it. We always leave these little meetings and, and these like circles feeling so good and like revitalized and it is kind of, I think, what has led you to, you know, taking a piece of that and then a piece of your, you know, investor's business and created, you know, your new course that you're, you've just created, which you're here to talk about. So can you tell us everyone, tell everyone about the business intuition development course, guys? I'm so excited for this. Definitely. I, um, I found that there's a huge need for this. Mm -hmm. Now, out there in in the real estate investing groups, there's so much training. There's training on how to invest in multi-unit properties, how to do joint ventures, Mm -hmm. how to do duplex conversions, anything you can think of, how how to fund your next property, creative funding techniques. And this is all great. And the truth is that there's a common element in each one of these trainings, and I've gone through a lot of them. Mm -hmm. And the common element is follow your gut. So, we're here and what I've done here is I've created a course that's going to teach you just that how to listen to your gut and how Mm -hmm. to follow your gut when it comes to business Mm -hmm. this isn't kind of those you know up in the air very high level like you know keep it positive and you know think (laughs) positive and speak positive it's very uh, granular it's very uh, it's very action oriented Mm -hmm. and very practical So not only is there a theory portion at the beginning where I explain the foundational um, ideas that create what it is that we that what it is that we want to do, Mm -hmm. but there's also a practical component afterwards where we test what it is that we learned and we and we experience it for ourselves. So it is very different than any real estate training out there. It's very different than any business training out there. Hmm. And uh, actually, a lot of people compare it to emotional intelligence. Uh And what I'd like to do is I'd like to make the distinction about emotional intelligence and intuitive intelligence, where um, emotional intelligence is very much about reading someone's cues and their body language, their tone and responding to that, Mm -hmm. where intuitive intelligence is a more innate feeling that we that we put out and we can receive and we can read from each other on an energetic perspective. Right. Wow. Okay. So you are focusing more on the intuitive intelligence is what you're saying. A hundred percent. Yes. Yes. Cool. That's awesome. And I kind of want to take it myself just because that is, I think, you know what, I've been thinking a lot about this recently in there. I think a lot of the problem with the world is that um, we are kind of out of alignment. And I think one of the things that I've learned and grown since we've 
started Diamonds in the Rough and meditating and like really like honing in on energy and and um, and our breakfast club as well. It's that it really helps get you to a point where you are just focusing in inward and you are, um, you know, really learning how to trust how you're feeling. Trust your gut, like you said, and and, uh, really understand yeah, energy is very strange, eh? I don't, I like, I always understand it and I can feel it, but I don't, it's not like I see it. Like, I think some people see aura. Do you ever see auras? Is I, that you? you I that do, but not in the detail that we've heard other people dis- right. describe them. Right. Because some people go, oh my God, that person is so red. I'm like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? You mean her lipstick? <laughs> So like I can't see anything, but it's like an, a knowing like you just kind of know. And is that like what comes first, the chicken or the egg? Is it because mm-hmm. we've been working on ourselves and meditating and tuning in and dealing with all of our inner crap that we're able to do that or, you know, mm-hmm. or the opposite. Right. So which I, I'm blanking. <laughs> Well, one thing that that um, strikes me is that everybody experiences it in a different way. Right. And this is one thing that has really, that the universe is really just like, you know, just overwhelming me with lately is that everybody's experience is different. Right. So, for example, I know that you are you hear things, clear audience. Yes. So you would hear. We did a we did a test once. We did a um uh, we did a we did a an example once where someone had something with a spoon and I remember you specifically saying spoon because you felt like someone whispered spoon in your ear. Yes. So that was amazing. And that was in phase class. It was in phase class. Wow. Yes. Yep. And, and I'm more of a feeler. So I, so my whole, um, experience will change if something Mm -hmm. is off balance if something feels funny or if something is very inviting it is Mm -hmm. very clear to me from Mm -hmm. an energetic perspective um, that that change right and the truth is that we all experience this differently and not only do we experience intuition differently but our perspective of life and our perspective as humans here on this earth is all different right so what I like to what I like to think about is that we are a box and we are inside this box and this box only has five holes and there are only five holes in this box and with those holes is how we experience the outside environment. We are very limited in what we experience and those five holes are our five senses. So outside of those five senses, what we do, what we can experience is our sixth sense, what we call, or what what I'm talking about is our intuition. So if we can expand those holes, if we can add more holes, if we can seep through the surface of that box to experience more of the environment around us, Hmm. we will have more information to better, to better make better decisions and for our lives and for our businesses. Right. And you know, I, you know, I think, What's great about this course is that I think actually one of the key elements of people like being able to develop their intuition is literally working on themselves because it's not till you sit still and you focus on your breath and you meditate and you tune in and, and, and then also you, you get to a point where you realize where, you know, like not everything is personal towards you. It's personal towards that other person. Like I used to take everything everyone did personal but now I'm like through doing this and recognizing oh 
when someone is mad, that's their stuff. When I'm mad, that's my stuff. And nothing's really personal. And that kind of also helps you um, take out, like, like instead of taking things seriously when people do things, like you, you can now find a way to sort of um, realize that it's nothing to do with you. And then you can intuitively... I don't know, understand someone a little bit better. Does that make sense? A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. And the better you understand them, the better you can fulfill their real needs, right. which is usually emotional needs. Yes. And secondly, it would be physical needs like money or that sort of thing. Yes, totally. Wow. When does your course start? The course is on October 26th. Okay. It's a Saturday and it's in Ajax at the Rotary Rotary Park Pavilion, right awesome. by the lake. Do you know what time does it start? It's at 10, 10 a.m., 10, 10 to 2. Okay. Yeah. That's a great way to start off your Saturday, folks. <laughs> if y'all are living in uh, the Durham region, this sounds like an amazing course. I think I'm going to come. <laughs> I'll save you a spot. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I'd love to get you to read out the goal that I got you to write down um, on my little Paris to do uh what would you call that notepad wow can't speak today I actually haven't even had coffee today can you imagine we should go for coffee after yes we should we should (laughs) okay go for it what's your goal my goal is to work only four hours a day and have fun 24 hours a day (laughs) with my family nice yes yes what would you say how far like how far along towards this goal are you right now you know I actually achieved this goal and then I added more things to my day. (laughs) (laughs) So I, and I mean the property management company, it pays my bills. It's my day to day. I, I don't, I only take out from it what I need to, to keep within my budget and, and to, and to, and to live. And I work about four hours a day on the property management. And now that I am at that point, I have another four hours of the day, which my family isn't home yet. They're at school and at work. And I've dedicated that to my business intuition development training for now. And later on, any any other spiritual related work. Because at the end of the day, I I remember when I was, when, when back in 2006, when I first bought the house. And then when my friends in, my, in the pharmaceutical world, so my coworkers saw me pre- planning to buy the second house and, and bought another house, I moved farther away into a smaller house and they couldn't understand why. And now, and, and at that time I knew, at the time I knew why I was doing that and I was looking at the big picture. And even then I, I said to them, spirituality is really my calling. And mm. If I, and what I need to do first is I need to establish my, my wealth. I need to establish my income Mm -hmm. and make sure that that is firstly taken care of so that I have the free time and the energy to do what it is that I really want to be doing. That's amazing. And that's actually a conversation I just had with someone else on the show. It's like whether you, you do what you love 24 seven or you do something or sorry, whether you do something that affords you to have the life that you want. So like whether you work and you do, you know, I don't know, someone could be like an accountant, you work and then that, that money affords you all the things that you want to do, or you, you do what you love and, um, you know, maybe, yeah, then you already do what you love and maybe you don't really have enough money on the outside to do other things, but you're already doing sort of what you love. So I think it's like, it seems like it's like one or the other, um, or maybe not. I don't know. It's whatever you you want. Yeah. It's it's whatever you, however you design your life. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to make a correlation there, but I don't think there is. (laughs) (laughs) 
Awesome. Okay. Well, would you mind if I pulled a card for you? I would love to. Uh, okay. I have done this a million times for Natasha in the past, but um, they're always so, so perfect. Well, you know, it, it was actually really great because yesterday I had someone on the show and I'm usually on the show people will say, oh, I just want a card for like general knowledge for my week or my day. But she listens to the show and she was like, mm, I'm going to do something else. I'm going to actually ask a question and see what we get. And it ended up being spot on. And I was like sweating in my boots. So thank the Lordy. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, oh no, great. <laughs> but you know what? I just think that the cards give you what you need. It doesn't really matter. Like I think you energetically, you will draw the answer to you. So that being said, would you like me to um, find you an answer to a specific question or would you like general knowledge? It's up to you. Um, just general knowledge. Okay. Yeah. Or unless Sounds you have me. a question Mm-mm. for me. I don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I'm using the psychic tarot card, tarot card. Whoa. The psychic tarot deck. There we go. Mm-hmm. That was really hard to say. <laughs> um, and this one's by John Holland. And uh, yeah, I just switched it up. I was using another deck for a lot of the episodes, but I don't know. I felt like you you needed this deck. So thank you. You're welcome. What does Natasha need to know? I think that's one. <laughs> okay. That's not what I need to. Okay. So we have Destiny the destiny card and we have the spiritual strength card which is amazing wow she even looks like me (laughs) whoa she does yeah what let me see her necklace and she's wearing a blue necklace i know what i know isn't that crazy oh that's really funny she does look like you oh that's wild okay (laughs) so destiny we will read first so that's number 10 Wow, that is weird. Cool. I love when that happens. Love One time it. Natasha pulled a card for me and the card literally like to a T looked like me. Like like the girl had, you know, a braided hair. She had blonde hair. She was wearing a blue dress that looked like the one that I had on. Like there was something else too, but it was crazy. It was so spot on. Okay, are you ready? I'm ready. The destiny card. Good luck and fortune are now in your favor. Ooh, a cycle of change, success, and growth is imminent. Life ebbs and flows in its natural journey, and the destiny card signifies that good karma has come full circle. Lady luck is pointing directly at you. What you sowed, you're about to reap. Open up your heart and accept and receive what you've earned. Opportunities, whether expected or unexpected, are knocking at your door. This is a time to allow your problems to be replaced by solutions. Believe in destiny as you learn to let go of old issues. You're being given the chance to understand the lessons and gain the wisdom from the past, enabling you to move steadily forward in a positive direction. Holding on to your strong belief that you deserve to be happy and prosperous and have abundance in all areas of your life is the key. The confident mindset will show you that the impossible can indeed become the possible. With this card, take advantage of all the opportunities. Act now, take responsibility for your actions, and enjoy the fact that destiny is presently in your favor. Don't always rely on luck, however, for the wheel most definitely will turn again. Wow. 
You know, it's funny. I just made a mental note as I was reading this that like everyone that comes to my show, I just always pick positive, like very, you know, like success driven cards. And it's just, it's funny. It's because, yeah, obviously I do because the people that I bring on my show are all quite successful and very driven and, you know, and like going after their goals. So there's no, I don't think there's any coincidence. It's interesting. There's so many cards in these, both of these decks that I could pull. I could pull like the death card. Not that there is one, but like <laughs> something similar. <laughs> and I just never do. So it's interesting. Um, number nine is the spiritual strength card. Also, any thoughts, feelings, ideas, sensations you get while I'm reading. Um, that is relevant to what you need to know. You already know this, but in case there's any newbies listening. Um yeah, something to keep in mind. And for everyone listening, if any of these messages uh, resonate with you, that is also a sign of a message for you. I always say that if I say something that you hear and you go, ooh, that sounds like maybe I'm supposed to hear it, then you are supposed to hear it. I believe that there are no boundaries. And uh, yeah, I think everyone's placed in a specific you know, area of their life for a reason. Like everything that you're you're listening to, everything that you see is something that you need to know. So if you're listening and this resonates, this is also for you. Spiritual strength. This card is coming forth to give encouragement and remind you that you have the inner strength to complete whatever you've been working on. The final spirit card represents courage, discipline, stability, and persistence. You may be tired or weary from the struggle, but now is not the time to give in. <laughs> Instead, tap into all your inner reserves for that one final push to achieve the desired outcome. Oh, I'm getting goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> You've been through so much to get to this point, And even though you may have acquired some scars from the battle, you're wiser and stronger for it. The entitlement, oh, sorry, the enlightenment, very different. <laughs> the enlightenment you've gained and uh, the enlightenment you've gained will be an invaluable resource. You may also notice that you're exper experimenting with different things in your life at this time. All of these experiences feed your spirit and offer you knowledge for the future. Wow. Well, I guess you liked that one. That's amazing. That one resonated. Yeah, this one especially, actually, this this is one thing that I that I know about myself is that I don't like to get too comfortable hmm. because when I get too comfortable, I am not pushing myself to grow and I'm not I pushing see. my limits. And that's not just physically, uh, wh whether we're working out or, you know, dancing or or yoga, that sort of thing. But it's also mentally and mm -hmm. it's spiritually as well. Wow. I totally, um, I totally understand that and agree. And I would say literally, my mom always says literally instead of literally, it's Lair. <laughs> so now I feel like saying literally all the time, literally, um, <laughs> like, like five or six people have come on Namaste and said that said wow. yeah, yeah said that if you're not um growing you ain't moving or you're yeah if you are sorry if you're not uncomfortable you ain't growing mm -hmm. you have to be uncomfortable yeah, yeah that's exactly right and it's difficult it's hard eh? it's it's hard but that's kind of what you have to get comfortable with you have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable I think mm -hmm. it's like a key to success okay one final note for everyone listening, best piece of advice you could give or that, that someone has given you? Just one? Okay. Every, tell, tell me everything. <laughs> everything. Okay. <laughs> um, 
mistakes are the path to success. So you mm. don't go from zero to success. You hit hurdles and you have to overcome those hurdles. And that's how you get to success. I really was uncomfortable with the fact that I was making mistakes. And I mean, these weren't even mistakes that anybody was seeing. These were mistakes behind the scene that I was making. Mm -hmm. But the important thing is to make your mistakes small and to make them early on in your mm -hmm. career mm -hmm. because then you learn from them and it's not a big, huge deal where there's a lawsuit or a huge expense that you can't recover from. Right. So, uh, so that's huge. Um, also, of course, I have to say you've got to listen to your gut. You've got to learn how to receive messages and communicate with your higher self and your, and your surroundings so that you can best educate yourself before making a decision. And the best way to do that is by going to N Natasha's course, October 26th. Yes? October 26th. Yes, that's our <laughs> part one of our business intuition development training, which deals with people. And part two is going, to be, is going to be a little bit deeper down the rabbit hole, and it's going to deal with situations. Okay. So I'm very excited about that. That is in the works already, and of course, everybody will know about that on social media. We'll, we'll be posting it when it's, when it's ready. Amazing. And can you tell everyone where they can find you? I am on Facebook at, um, I'm on Facebook under Natasha Coltrero. I do have uh, an assistant, Heather, that helps me with some of those messages. So please, uh, please be patient. Or you can email me. You can email me at Natasha at ICPMPROS.com. So that's Natasha at ICPMPROS.com. Awesome. I'll get you to send me the links and then I'll put it in the description box for this episode. That sounds great. It simple <laughs> for everyone. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here. I hope you enjoyed yourself. You've been absolutely lovely to have on. And um, I have this little motto that I like to finish off the show. And it's the grass is always greenest where we are right now. So you know how much that is relevant and uh, just such a good little message I think to be present and to you know carpe diem live life to the fullest you know and I love it I love it thank you so much Melissa for having me oh you're welcome <laughs> love you guys so so much thank you so much for listening and as always I am sending you so much love light and motivation to go slay at your goals namaste <laughs>